All right. Happy end of the year. Hey. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Cheers. Got a drink. Cheers. Cheers. Making it to the end of the year. That's a blessing. Listen, was 2021 good to you? Yes or no? Shit. I would say both. You know, it was good, but it wasn't, it wasn't without valleys, you know? Yeah. The highs highs were highs for sure. For sure. It was a lot of, it was a lot of learning lessons in 2021 for me. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, um, the fact that you said that, I'm like, you know, yeah, you're right. Cause I was about to brush all over that. Um, yeah, same here. I, I experienced some really high highs. I experienced some very interesting lows. I won't say low, low lows. Um, 2020 was really took me kind of down through there a little bit. But 2021, I definitely experienced some low, interesting lows, meaning like, I just knew I would be taking some people into 2022 with me at some, like throughout this year. And I look back and I'm like, damn, like, I never thought that that, like, I never thought, you know what I'm saying? And so, um, outside of just even that, I mean, you know, I've experienced definitely some darker moments, but high level I really appreciate this year because through some of those lows really showed me how strong I am in certain situations and I feel like life has also put people in place to the point where I don't even miss those that that I that I left Mm. and it was it's crazy because for those people who know who I'm speaking about or you know referencing whatever you know you would kind of think like or at least I would think that, damn, like, I really thought that I would be, like, fucked up, fucked up. And God didn't allow me to really miss a beat. Like, I was fucked up. I mean, don't get me wrong. I was I was upset. I was sad. I was hurt. I've dealt with all of those natural emotions that I think you deal with when um, losing someone or, you know, removing someone who you care about. But yeah. I just didn't experience, I guess, like, a real, real dark sunken place like I thought that I would have with this particular individual but anyway all of that to say overall like you said it was it was it was both it was both good good and interesting I'll say I'll use the word good and interesting for me um but I am anticipating 2022 yeah I feel good about 2022 I am ready for whatever it may bring um Damn, I hate to start to show off like this, but just read that Betty White passed away this Aww. morning. Rest at 99 in years old. What did she play in? For those who don't know, I'm sure everybody knows. Girl, like, she what? was in she was in the Golden Girls, but you know, she was probably the most famous one because she was always like she was in movies and stuff after that for a while. Yeah. She um, was in one of my favorite what no, that wasn't her. Never mind. I was gonna say she was in one of my favorite uh movies, The Wedding Singer, but that wasn't her. Never mind. <laughs> she she was in a bunch of stuff she's super funny and then she just I feel like her personality she was just known for being you know for living in her later years and really making it like her golden years like everybody I, I don't even think she became really really famous until she was like 50 so it's, it's kind of just like you know she had that glow up that blow up at a later age and she had a great life you know what I'm saying but it's just so crazy because I think they had just posted her 
Hollywood Unlocked just posted her like four days ago because she did an wow. interview. Yeah, she did an interview about approaching her 100th birthday. And mm. that was literally, literally in 17 days, 18 days. Her birthday is January 17th. So it's mm. like, damn, she almost made it to 100. Shout out to her. Super crazy. I feel like people, when you're meant to, this now I'm getting real spiritual, whatever. But I always feel like when you're meant to die, you you pass away close to your birthday. I don't know why, but I know a lot of scenarios where people kind of die close to your birthday, close to oh, their wow. birthday. Yeah. Ooh. I know that people have said like car accidents happen typically like within less than five miles of your house. And my last car accident happened less than a mile from my house <laughs> it's not funny but actually two of my car accidents totally happened random. well I just said that in like a you know like, oh, like while, while we're speaking of superstition death, car accident <laughs> somehow related no I'm just kidding thank god I didn't pass um but Thanks yeah yeah no I mean you know just kind of like that superstition tale yeah, but now yeah yeah. yeah well rest in peace Betty White I loved her she was such a cute she's she's just so cute she was so cute and funny Girl, she was she was amazing career amazing life oh living to 99 I can't even imagine that lord Jesus well let me shut up <laughs> I ain't gonna say nothing <laughs> I ain't gonna jinx myself. Wait, <laughs> well, that was my girl. That part, knock on wood, Lord protect us. Um, <laughs> child. So, what else is going on? What else is going on? We, there's a lot going on. Like, there's a lot going on in these uh, hot topic streets. You know, first off, Nene leaks. Um, oh yeah, Nene. You know, we ain't been on here in a second, but you know, Nene has definitely revealed her new man to the world. Um. And there have been a lot men, of apparently. men, apparently. <laughs> yeah, well, one that felt some type of way and he felt he needed to bring himself to the forefront. But anyway, um, one that she voluntarily brought to the light. Um, I don't know his name off the top of my head, but he's older, he's bald, he seems he's attractive. I would say he's attractive for I mean he's an attractive guy. Um, mm-hmm. and there was speculation is like, is that her new man? Is this who she's dating? And it, you know, it was later confirmed she is, and she has been, um, comments were kind of mixed at first when they brought him. Well, it, from what I had seen when she first revealed like who he was, I saw a lot of comments that were like, you know, leave her alone. I'm glad she's happy, you know, um, let her heal, let her do what she wants. And then as she started posting more and more about him, or I guess as she felt more comfortable to post more and more, uh, the comments kind of quickly changed to, oh, this is a little soon, you know, Greg, you know, rest in peace, Greg, this, that, and the third. Well, also right after that, this other, a a younger man dropped some pictures of her and him looking intoxicated and then like a video of them like you know dancing and then one of them sleeping together like they had clothes on but they were asleep so you know I think that was just like a lot at one time where people are kind of just like oh Nini's out here out here now right so 
I mean, it's only been a few months since Greg's death. So I'm going to assume that this relationship start, you know, she was in that relationship probably before, which we don't know. We don't know. We don't know the relationship status. They could have been separated and she was just supporting him throughout his cancer. Like, we don't know. And she really hasn't spoken on it. We don't know. I ain't gonna make no judgments on that. But I will make a judgment on the fact that it seems as if now she's trying to get back on Housewives of Atlanta. And Mm -hmm. I feel like this, this could be a contributing storyline. This is something also, I'm I'm not going to say it is or isn't, but it could be to kind of persuade Andy and Bravo to kind of let her back on the show because, you know, apparently she made, I saw her little interview and she said she would be willing to come back to the show. She has some unfinished business. And then shortly after that, shortly after that interview, Andy posted and was basically like, you know, we're good with the people (laughs) that we have casted on this season. And that's who they're rocking with. (laughs) It'll take Andy to really give it to you. Okay. Andy, that's the one thing he is consistent on doing, baby. He will give it to you. He will say what he just said. Mm -hmm. And you're going to leave it there. So. Yeah. And, um, you know, they had major beef. So. Yeah. When when Nini was pissed, she was calling Andy everything under the sun. I think she Mm -hmm. said he was racist and all types of shit. So it's hard to like double back on that. It is. Good luck to her. Good luck to her because I do love Meanie. I love me some Meanie Leaks. I love me some Lanithia. She's funny. Lanithia mm-hmm. Leaks. We cannot deny that she is, she will not keep some shit going. Um, you know, hell, I always say between her and Kenya, you know, they have some just really good shade, honey. It's, they got some good comebacks and some good tea. Um, but yeah. And I think so, that's like part of the reason why like nobody's anticipating Atlanta Housewives like I haven't heard nobody be like oh I can't wait for Atlanta Housewives to come back on like I haven't heard that in years if I'm <laughs> quiet as is. kept I have not heard that in years if anything more people have been like oh like the fact that I'm able to catch full episodes on YouTube like right away I'm not having to find you know yeah. a full episode it's not a bootleg episode it's like a clear episode on YouTube like meaning like they're also trying to draw Mm -hmm. in money this was like a while back but I'm saying like they're also trying to grab now that everything is like streaming and people are streaming and they're just trying to capture that too whereas years ago they were like number one they people were tuning in Mm -hmm. they were you know they were they were anticipating I know I used to at some point be like oh when is November they always used to come out around like the beginning of November and I'd be like oh I can't wait to see you know and now it's more so like their their real life is playing out on social media so by the time it hits to me reality tv it's like we've been knowing this this is not news this is not new it's news stale. it's old and everybody really was just wanting to see the Porsche drama and she got and her the own Porsche show. drama <laughs> she beat us to it with her own show um I have not been watching the episode so I'm a little behind since you know we recorded the last time but apparently there's just some drama around some of these episodes and I don't really know what about but Bro, this show drama. is pretty pretty damn good really <laughs> so it's still good girl it's messy it's it's ghetto fabulous this show and I'm here for it shit <laughs> it's funny to me it's funny and to me the show is really clearly showing me why I'm understanding more why she got into a relationship with Simon and it seems like she to me it's blatantly obvious she's still or at the time of filming she still had a lot of feelings for Dennis and she was hurt by how Dennis did her and it honestly seems like a little 
you know, make him jealous type of move. Like she's just going to marry this dude. And, you know, Dennis can't act right. And she wants to flaunt this relationship in Dennis's face as much as possible. Um, Meanwhile, you know, being very, very protective, overprotective, in my opinion, of seeing any sort of relationship play out for Dennis. She don't want to hear nothing about Dennis being with somebody else. And I don't know. I just like if you're truly over somebody and you want to co-parent adequately, you're not going to be pressed over who your, your baby daddy is with. That's not my personal opinion. You know what I'm saying? But if I still have lingering feelings and you know what I'm saying? I'm salty about the way how things played out. Then yes. Then yes, I'm going to have issues with seeing him with anyone else ever. <laughs> Even if I'm married. <laughs> so I don't know. The whole thing is very telling. Hmm. <laughs> it's very funny. It's I so have, funny. I, I, you know, I have interesting viewpoints on co-parenting in baby mom, baby daddy situations because it's just so funny. It's just so funny. Um, <laughs> it's so funny. They're it's hilarious. really funny. It's very funny. And the thing about it is, is that the the memes that we see out here, which is like, I don't know. I'll give an example. Um. Uh, if she has a baby daddy, it's a red flag. You know, if <laughs> if they're co-parenting, it's a red flag. You know, like it's, <laughs> it's funny. It's funny because it's like it's like ah ha ha ha. But there's also a lot of um, truth in the jokes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, if he hates his baby mama, red flag. Like, it's just some truth behind all the jokes. And yeah. um, it goes both ways. It does go both ways. It's not always Girl. about the baby daddy on the baby mama or the baby mama on the baby daddy. It could be both ways. And we know that when people just aren't done in general. They're not done. They're not done. Whether they have a you're gonna bicker. Not, you're going to bicker over a house coat that your ex left at your house. Like, yeah. You're going to. bickering over a robe. Listen, you like, know, listen, we, listen, I have, listen. There Portia are, said Dennis ain't getting the robe back. Like, girl, why do you want to hold on to this man's robe and wear it around the house? Like, girl, I'm confused. Girl, I used to joke and say, like, you know, me and my baby daddy, we used to argue about, you know, our child needed diapers and our child was 11 years old. Like, you know, you just, <laughs> you be like, what? Like, it's just like, you just literally, you know, it, it's it's interesting. So what I will say is that I do feel like Portia definitely has still fe- obviously, obviously feelings for Dennis. And I also think a lot of that too has to do with, you know, how the notion is, um, the saying is like, you know, I wasn't even really into you like that. And then you curved me, you know, and now oh, yeah. you got me caught oh, yeah. up because you got, you got to think about it. Portia, I think she, I think she genuinely liked Dennis at one point, but I also think that he probably was into her a little bit more at one point. And then she just fell for him really quickly. And then it became what it was. And then he cheated on her when she was pregnant. And then it was one of those things where she just never got over that. Like she never, never. got over that. And it just, I don't think so. Her. It has messed her up. Like, yeah. honestly, the realest that I've seen Portia, to be honest with you, was when she was super, super hurt about that situation. Like I felt like I felt for her because I was like, mm-hmm. this girl is broken. Like, oh, yeah. you know, but mm-hmm. again, you, your heart can't help who it loves and whatever the case may be. 
Um, so I just think, you know, yeah, I think at some point she really did fall hard for him. He hurt her. Um, and you know, now it's just that, that, you know, I haven't gotten over it. I'm not over you. I want to make you pay, but I also don't want you to move on, but I also don't want you really right now. But you know, like, I think it's just a mixture of things. And we're, but I want to move on. I want to show you what you could have had. Look, I can get somebody better than you. And you know, it's all of the things that she's feeling and we're just seeing it all play out. And unfortunately, she don't realize like, girl, you look kind of crazy, but I don't even think she really care. But because she's going through it, like you can't tell someone. She don't care. And she, she feels like care. everybody's so fucked up or been fucked up to her. This is how I feel. Portia don't give a damn right now because everybody fucked her over. That's that's like the energy I feel from her. She feels like Dennis and all them, Dennis fucked her over like, so why? Why should she be loyal to anyone at this point? Mm-hmm. And even the fact she kept bringing up that Dennis um, was with like a younger girl, I feel like that hurt her too. And she wants to get someone older. Like mm-hmm. now she wants to be the young girl. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. So, I mean, I agree with you. I feel like she's, she's, she just doesn't care. She's been fucked up. She's been hurt. And, um, she's like, you know what, this is the shit that I can control everything else that happened to me. I couldn't control it. I couldn't control that. You fucked over on me. I was good to you. When I finally did like your ass back, you took advantage of me (laughs) in one of the most horrible situations to take advantage of me, which is when I'm pregnant and most vulnerable, like how shitty of a person can you be? Like, I think this is just her way of like, no, I'm going to control the situation. I can control everything. And it's my way or no way as crazy as it looks. It's just what she wants and she's doing it and it's playing out for our own, you know, pleasure. Yes, girl. It's, it's quite a little fun show if you don't have anything else to watch. Um, I just have to, so. I have to find time to watch it. I've been so busy, um, but I liked all the episodes I had seen. So it yeah. really hadn't been a reason and Dennis why I hadn't seen funny. it. Dennis is funny. I love Dennis. So. I actually really liked Dennis and I honestly really like Dennis for her if they, because Real talk, I do. truth be told, Dennis love Dennis love that girl. You know what I mean? Like Dennis does. He just and he knows her. He You're knows watching the her. show of two people who are in love with each other pretend to not be in love with each other. Like yep. that's what I'm seeing play out in front of my eyes. I don't know who can't see that. So like Ooh, I don't know I mean can't see that, but that's it's good. obvious. It's these two people trying to pretend they don't love each other or in love with each other. And they're acting. They're putting on this whole fucking show for each other. Dennis is like trying to call people out to the family function in Mexico to like stunt on Portia with his work, his girl or whatever. <laughs> Boy, he's like, yeah, I'm about to fly some work out here. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just like, this is Bruh. too much. <laughs> um, and then on top of that, on top of that, Portia's like, even like Portia and her storyline aside, her family is a mess like her aunties and stuff her cousins they got some shit going on oh um low-key low-key the word on the street is that Portia's cousin on this show her little cousin who worked for Dennis multiple times had some sort of they had some sort of fling um that that Portia doesn't know about but um apparently he fired her and hired her a bunch of times this girl um her cousin that's on the show so you'll see it if you keep watching, but it's a quiet little suspect. A, quiet as it's kept. Mm-hmm. I'm a little suspect, a little suspect. Okay, well, um, tune in. Yeah, tune in, girl. It's not much to watch these days. What um, about Insecure? 
finale. I was I was just getting to that because I'm like, I know you didn't watch it because you haven't been watching the season. I watched the finale. I didn't watch the rest of the season. So I'll you know what's knees. so funny? You know what is so funny about that? You didn't have to watch the rest of the season to watch that finale. That finale has nothing to do with the whole fucking season we just watched. Like, I kind of can gather that. I kind of can gather that. It's just I could, like, well, I could gather that. So the fact that you said that is like, I see that. I'm going to start by saying that I love and respect Issa Rae so much. I adore her. She is one of my, you know, inspirations, role models. I fuck with, I fuck with what she's done for like black people, black. You watched her for um, when she was on the, what was it? Awkward girl or the before she I sent that YouTube video to damn near everyone. I put most people on Issa Rae because I was so into YouTube a long time ago. And she was one of the first like web series I've ever watched on YouTube. And I knew she would be huge or whatever. So I put her up there with like the greats. Like, I feel like what she did is similar to like what Drake did, just like how they came up. So like big and longevity wise, she's been lasting quite a while now. And Insecure is one of my favorite shows, for sure. But I am so hurt <laughs> how they destroyed this show with this trash-ass season. It, it was terrible. It was terrible. So I didn't they miss had, anything. Girl, you missed a bunch of stuff that made no I watched the first sense. four episodes and the 10th episode. So there was about four episodes I did not see. Girl, it was a mess to me and it sucks because I was really, you know, excited about this season and I feel like maybe too much time had kind of went by too, where it's kind of just like, I don't know. What really blew me about this whole fifth season is that like throughout the whole season, they had us speed up like six years, basically six years in one damn season is what we saw in the last episode sped up like five years and we're like oh okay we see molly have one semi good date and now she's fucking just married to this guy she had one date with kelly has some fucking baby daddy we've never seen before in our lives and Issa goes through all this back and forth bullshit to end up with lawrence being a stepmom where they don't even show like how they work that shit out or that she accepted the fact that he has kids or anything. Like they just like, Oh, they ended up happily ever after. I'm just like, how did y'all skip over all this shit? But yet y'all want to spend two, three episodes on boring shit that nothing happened. You were looking for Molly's dog the whole episode and like dumb stuff. And then in the finale, you speed it up six years and now everyone's just happily ever after. And we don't know how they even got there. Right. Such a mess such a mess (laughs) yeah I could kind of get I mean well just the first couple of episodes I did see I was not buying it like just the acting even the acting the chemistry was off chemistry was really really off. off something was off and part for part of it for me was insecure being extremely relatable extremely like you felt it like you felt mm-hmm. the genuine like oh like I can identify like or even if even if you couldn't relate you knew somebody in that show mm-hmm. like you knew somebody you're like oh that's so-and-so yeah and it was like they weren't acting you they know what weren't, I'm saying? they were so and now, good that they were not acting this season, and this like season it, it was almost uncomfortable for me to watch like yeah. when there's bad acting in any show or movie 
I get uncomfortable because I'm like, oh, this is cringy. Mm, Like, this is so cringy. And like, it was giving Tyler Perry. Some scenes were giving Tyler Perry. And it's like, I love Tyler Perry because Tyler has good storylines, but not good acting. Good acting. And so, Mm -hmm. and before y'all come for us, for Tyler Perry, you know, there was that movie. What was the last one? It was like Grace, something about Grace. A Fall Um, from Grace. Fall from Grace when they were in that diner. And this is this is a way again feedback on your feedback on how people can do better. If there is a dining situation, I should not look at your extras and they're eating air. <laughs> they are eating air. There is nothing on the plate, and they're sitting here dicing up air with a <laughs> Tyler. You have a shit ton of money, okay? You can put some peas. You could put some peppers, like something on there. It was air. Girl, right? we shouldn't so, see the microphone sticking from the wig like this. <laughs> we should not see Here's the microphone. Stop. I'm on I'm recording. Oh god. Um, <laughs> no, I'm recording. I'm literally recording. I'm gonna have to spend time to edit this. What is it? I'm not editing this out. <laughs> It won't be me. Oh, kids. Wait. Oh, Carter. Anyway, so yeah, anyway, back to what I was saying. So yeah, it just was cringeworthy. Um, I felt uncomfortable watching a lot of the, the scenes, specifically with Molly <laughs> and Issa. Yeah. You know, the jokes weren't landing, they weren't hitting, it wasn't giving what they needed to be given. But in all fairness, just because of the show and my loyalty to the show, I was like, I've got to watch the finale. I had seen mixed reviews um, about it. And more importantly, I saw like the behind the scenes of her like giving like thanks to her, um, her crew, the actors and all the other kind of stuff. So I really was like, I I, I was emotional just by watching certain clips about that. Um, But um, in the finale, you know, it felt definitely felt rushed, but then I also had to ask myself, what would have been the alternative? And I don't know. I don't I'm going to keep it real with you. Um, there was this episode, I don't know if it was last season or the season before, and the way that episode ended it was like the finale episode I think Issa like cleaned her apartment and she was okay with being single. <laughs> Y'all, you gotta love our show because it's so real. Um, Could you hear me yelling? No, girl. You muted it just in time. Um, (laughs) But there was was a finale episode of like, I want to say like season three or season four. And I remember you even talked about just loving this episode. And it was when she had finally moved into her new apartment and she kind of like set everything up. She was okay with being single. She sat on her brand new couch. She poured her some wine and she just like chilled and she was content and she was happy and she was good by herself. And that to me, and I remember saying, I was like, damn, that felt like the damn finale of the show. Like she just seemed so secure. She didn't need nobody. She wasn't in a shitty relationship. She wasn't in a shitty job and she was content. She wasn't insecure anymore. She was just happy being, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's kind of how I felt the show ending. And then like somewhere along the line, it turned into something else because it's just like, even the endings that they gave, like Kelly 
and Molly and even Amanda, they were always kind of extras around Issa. So I feel like even though they we had the side storylines, we didn't really need this huge wrap up with all of them. Like I didn't need to see Molly get married. Like shit, we didn't even see Issa get married and she's the main fucking character. Like she, that's the relationship we know is Issa and Lawrence. So if anybody was going to be given a wedding, why would it have not been Issa? It's kind of just like the the story shifted to something else. And even the fact that like a lot of people have been saying this quote that the real true love story of Insecure is Molly and Issa, which which I could yeah. kind of agree with. Yeah. I could kind of agree with that. Yeah. They didn't give us any real resolution. Like we no. went from last season, I think they like, they fell out. They had some little lunch and things were still not resolved. And then this season, they started off with them being very awkward towards one another. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh girl, I love you. I forgive you. Everything's good. Right. And it's just like, what? We didn't even see how that how y'all came to that conclusion. Like it's kind of almost giving that they didn't want the actor, the actress that plays Molly to feel like the bad guy anymore. Because I saw a few interviews where they said that like they were not expecting the backlash of everyone last season saying that molly like everyone was team isa everyone was like molly ain't shit we don't fuck with molly and it really hurt her feelings apparently and i feel like this season they kind of just wrote molly's character to be just like so amazing nothing bad like i don't i don't know a lot of sympathy they wanted a lot of sympathy for her character and um it just seemed inauthentic it was just this show was so real and it just turned into like something real cheesy so yeah i agree I agree with you 1000% on all of that. I feel like, you know, there, there definitely could have been an alternative, even though in my mind, I'm like, how would I have liked it to have ended with such a short amount of time? And the one thing that I can say is, is that even though I don't really know what that would have looked like for me, um, I know girlfriends, you know, the show girlfriends um, was one of my, is one of my absolute favorite shows on the Mm -hmm. planet like ever Mm -hmm. and it really even now it's still just kill it it really um saddens me the relationship that have the the breakdown um of tony and joan um and I hate how that just, we never got resolved from that. Like, but you know, and then also I I think about things on the other side of it and I'm like, well, that's reality too. That's real life. That's real life. Right. So it's not always. Everything doesn't always tie up to this. Like it doesn't always, you don't always get the relationship. You don't always get the guy. You don't always, or that guy. You don't always get the, you know, your best best friend friend back. back, The way you you had the connection before, like. That and, happen a lot like of, that. and if anything, it's more re- there's a lot more realness in the breakdown of really close relationships that never really quite make it back to how they once were, even though there are a lot that you can have beef and you can have, you know, tons of like whatever, and you guys can somehow, you know, get back to it. But there are a lot more relationships amongst French girls, particularly yeah, um, where it just never back. gets back. It, it just it never gets back to how it usually is. So yeah. for me as a fan, and it's like the way they blew up, it just doesn't make sense. Like you guys were about to physically fight. She called you a bitch at your first big function and got in your face to the point where everything 
stop like that's huge and and then to just brush over it like that I don't know yeah and then you also have you know the real the other real stuff jealousy you know um you know people advancing faster in areas that um you may feel like you're being left out of or you know and again it's not to say that like oh my best friend is jealous because I don't think that anyone who cares about anybody you really would use the word jealous it it just is like that feeling of when is it my gonna be my turn like when is it gonna be like I'm so happy for my friend but Mm -hmm. like I also feel like I'm lacking like so you know there's also those types of feelings and emotions that we saw even with Issa and Molly you know what I mean it felt like Molly at one point was always trying to save Issa and Issa took it as like I don't need saving Molly like let me let me let I'm telling you my plan let me let me do my plan and if I follow my face I follow my face you don't always need to save me yeah you know? until, so, until it was time to save her until she still, really until she really needed Molly to save her correct. when she really really needed correct. my whole show is falling apart can you please ask your boyfriend to, to see if dude can do the show correct. no I don't want to mix it's just correct. like girl that's what I'm saying and the way Molly's character just flipped a full <laughs> 180 and we just have no reason we don't know why like <laughs> I think you know? we all just need to talk to the writer and see what was going on that night when he wrote this shit because or she wrote this shit because you know well, they have the a day, writer's table they have a writer's table with like a at, bunch of writers the, well we need to sit down with all the fucking writers and be like what was going through y'all's mind like what was the process in doing all it is like who you know yeah because at some point you had us viewers kind of fucked up you know at this yeah point. So. yeah I'm gonna say though like the actress to me who really held that show together season by season like they always played the hell out of their part was Kelly like Kelly mm-hmm. was always she hits yeah. like she's all like I feel like that's her in real life like she never I do too like I really feel like that's her you know I know it's not her you know what I'm saying yeah. she's that good of yeah. an actress I feel right everyone else was kind of just like who is this right now is this the character mm-hmm. is this you in real life because you look tired like you're ready to go home and you don't want to you've been on set all day like that's what it was giving it was giving that y'all are tired of shooting this damn show y'all gonna wrap this shit up don't ask for nothing else you know what I'm saying <laughs> oh my it's God. over yeah and it's kind of like I think I think she may have also left it um wrapped it up because she doesn't want to do a reboot because you know how they're always like let's do a reboot in 10 years or five years yeah, I think she don't want to she, she knew she didn't want to do a reboot. She's mm-hmm. been saying that this is going to be five years, going to be five seasons. I don't want it to be drawn out. I don't want it to be, you know, um, you yeah. know, and I respect her for that. But I also feel like if they were going to do it that way, since she has known that, I also feel like they could have done a better job writing that last season. Yeah, you should have been prepared. But that. really, you know what? Think it, When you really think about some of your favorite shows, did they really end in the Good. best way that you felt like they could have? I know for me, three of my shows did not. Insecure, Game of Thrones, and Girlfriends. That's and what they just said. They said Insecure the gave top, y'all. I can think of that. <laughs> they said Insecure gave y'all a Game of Thrones finale. <laughs> That's what they said, girl. Uh, well, you know, I can see that. I can see that, though. Like, I can, I can absolutely see why they would say that. It's not coming out of their ass. Yeah. But Issa says she never wants to do this again. I, I listened to a bunch of her interviews. Um, she never she wants never, to do what again? 
she never wants to be a part of a show where she writes, produces, and stars in. She doesn't want to do it. She said it's just too much time. And actually, if you watch the little documentary, they put like a end end of insecure documentary on HBO. And it shows that like she was going to bed at like 4 a.m. And then she had to wake up to be on set at 8 a.m. Like she was getting like three hours of sleep. And then it takes like eight months to film the show. And then you do all this for 30 minutes of a show for yeah. people to just cl- complain is not enough. So it's just like, <laughs> she says she don't want to ever be a part of a show where she's fully responsible for like writing, producing and starring as an actress. That makes so, sense. Yeah, I know. Grace. We can give her, yeah, some, give her grace. some grace. She's doing a lot, but I just, I would hate and I don't want to wish this on nobody, but I would just hate for her to look back and be like, damn, like Insecure was my biggest hit where I really could have, if she wanted to, she could have easily did six or seven seasons easy. And nobody would have been upset because she tried to force like three seasons in this last season. So it's like, you could have easily did at least another two more seasons if you wanted to. So I would just hate for her to look back and be like, damn, that was like my biggest hit. And I didn't really just like milk it. You know what I'm saying? And Are then you she happy tried to that- back. Are you happy that Lawrence and her got back together? Girl, no. I think it's unrealistic. <laughs> There's no way. There's no fucking way that she would have just got over the baby like that. It, it, was, it wasn't even talked about. They didn't even talk about it. There's just no way. She was so in love with that man. It would have been like, she would have probably have to try her damnedest not to be with him first until she breaks down to be with him. I don't see her just like, running to Lawrence you know yeah. what I'm saying right after that yeah. she just broke up with him because of the baby and you see him with Condola and this baby around town at the fucking functions yeah I don't know I don't know but it could be it could be girl I don't know speaking of another show that didn't end how I wanted to end was Martin I'm sorry I had to throw that in there Martin I hated how that ended like that was so whack. Ended. it was so wiggity 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 <laughs> <laughs> shout out 90s hold on what right. happened to martin what happened well you know end? gina and martin had that scandal like where she accused him of sexual assault and all that stuff yeah. so season the last season she, she was filming with him mm-hmm. she was not in it and it just didn't and it made it seem like she had moved away and you know how you have to write around that to still make it seem like she's included in it but she's not and we we as i remember they know, did a lot of like <laughs> we as viewers know that this bitch is just not fucking with martin and he's the real martin and so we just the jokes are like ha 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 but they're not like belly gut you know nah. it was just awkward it was awkward it was that cringe i can't even I don't even watch the last season of Martin, to be honest with you, because it's just different. Girl, I don't even remember the last season, but actually I do remember that they used to film the show, like how we look right now on Zoom, like with the split screen. Yeah. <laughs> because they were, they had two screens that they had to put together. She would not be in, she would not be in episodes with him. She would not, I mean, it just was that cringe moment. And that's the other thing. It's like, you film for so long to the point where people real the real characters in real life getting beefs and or or they getting beefs with the producers because they they're not getting paid the fee think about sex in the city with kim cottrell like she's not getting paid tony well, child about that we're gonna circle back to that tony child's and girlfriends wasn't getting paid so she didn't come back the next season like it's just like man look mm-hmm. do it for the fans come back for 
for the fans. Fuck all of that, you know. But girl, but I, I feel them though. Like, are you gonna come I back? Are you gonna come back to your pay. job for the customers? Are you gonna come back you. to work for the customers, girl? I get no, it, you come for like, that paycheck. No, I get <laughs> it. I definitely get both sides. No I'm charity playing, function. I'm playing like devil's advocate because it's just like, damn, like it. it it's I almost like the, Think about the 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 the, the uh, music groups, the Omarions that take off at a B2K, the Beyonce that took off out of Destiny's Child, the you know Backstreet Boys that took in sync, Justin Tim, like everybody just breaks off. Yeah, because because your value rises like you can't. I think what happened with Sex and City was that, you know, Samantha felt like she was in so many of the episodes and she was like a fan favorite like everyone else. Honestly, people, a lot of people like Samantha more than they liked Carrie. So she felt like I should be getting paid just as much or at least on the same level as Carrie. And that didn't happen. You know what I'm saying? And apparently that had a lot to do with why she wasn't going to come back and everything. But yeah, um, can I just say that that reboot is god awful? I, I saw the first episode and I ain't gotten past it. First of all, they ruined social media fucking ruined I, the first episode of Sex in the City you reboot. Did it to me. I'm like, I didn't even see that. Girl, I'm sorry. I thought you had no intention of watching Wendy, it. Wendy! I was like, you're like, oh my god, why would they do this? Bitch, I ain't even seen them. Wow. Why would they? I'm like. So he said, you would have okay. seen it. It was all over Shade Room and fucking everything else. I would have seen it. I promise. <laughs> Damn. Girl, they ruined it for all of us. <laughs> so I was like, I, and then here my ass go. I'm like, oh my God, you died in real life. Like, oh my God, no. Oh no, but here comes here comes the word two weeks later. Oh, this this fool got hella sexual assault allegations <laughs> now we know why y'all killed his ass off the first episode okay <laughs> it's too much it is too much y'all gotta chill y'all have got to chill like trey song Girl. y'all gotta chill like i don't know what you got going on trey song but the fact that it got back to my husband and he's like damn <laughs> i think he did that shit i'm like what you mean you think he did that yeah shit? he like, got a new he got a new allegation out. I'm like, what happened? He's like, he keeps getting allegations. I'm just like, Trey Songz? He's like, yes. I'm thinking like, oh, for it to get to my husband, it yeah. must be, you know, he, what are you doing? And you know what? I'm going to say, and this is all very alleged. Are you a creep? Trey Songz, are you a creep? Like, what's going on? Girl, very possible. Very possible. Because I'm going to say about I'm gonna, almost 10 years ago, one of my friends allegedly uh, went on Trey Songs and Chris Brown's tour bus when they came to DC. Um, and she said that, you know, Chris Brown was very laid back and like, let's just drink, let's have fun. And apparently Trey Songs was very, very touchy feely, very, very sexual with some of the girls. He kicked like two of the girls off the bus because he was coming onto them and they weren't feeling it. So he kicked them off of the tour bus. Like uh, this was, t- now this was hearsay 10 years ago. So now for all this to be coming out, it's like, ooh, it kind of matches up. It kind of fucking matches up with the energy I heard he was given a long time ago, allegedly. And see, so everybody's saying. I mean, they're should like, be coming out. Should be coming out. Mm-hmm. Not they say not everybody. A lot of people are not going to keep saying the same thing. Like usually, you got one or two people that'll say something and it kind of goes away, and then you move forward. 
But yeah. if it keeps coming out the same thing from multiple people, like you kind of have to be like, okay, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, but it like, also like for the dude for the sex in the city dude it's also like y'all pick a hell of a time to bring <laughs> forth these damn allegations 20 years after fucking sex in the city and I they know. finally decided to do a reboot oh now it's hella allegations like come on girl i'm pissed, I'm pissed about it honestly i'm girl i mean if it's I'm true uh, if, if it's true it's fucked up don't get me wrong i don't want to you know um wipe it under the rug but it's just like fuck can people just stop being a creep if this is going on just stop being a fucking creep girl people be letting sex ruin their whole lives i'm like how do y'all let sex ruin your whole life like this i just don't i will never understand and isn't he married to a black girl or am i did i read that somewhere wrong girl maybe i don't know nothing about this actor all i I know is he was was mr big but you know what i love big don't watch that damn show because the show has ruined sex in the city forever for me. Like I, it, it has become so miserable. The show is, is fucking sad as hell. Like, it's just like, how did this turn into this, this lightweight, funny, lighthearted show turn into this? It's, oh. it's a fucking mess. It's a train wreck. Like if I tell you all the shit that's happening in this damn show, girl, <laughs> I can't. I'm gonna watch it. I am gonna watch it. I watched the first episode. I thought Nicole Ari Parker was absolutely beautiful. Um, but set aside from that, everything else is like I can do it. Oh, they're trying to be so overly woke now. Like everything is like, oh, a black thing or well, a transgender I, I was, thing. Sure, but I also was like, reading. But when you think about it, I was watching an interview with um uh was it Miranda it might have been Miranda and Charlotte and they were talking about that and because those were kind of cringeworthy moments to me um but they were saying if you think about it we didn't have a lot of black people in Sex and the City it wasn't it just they had barely no black people in Sex and the City correct and so they're like we're you know with this whole new way because you know we can't forget Miranda is a lesbian she's part of the lgbtq and they've always had gay you know gays well like, you, they don't let you forget because they turn miranda into a damn lesbian on the show so oh. there's no it, it, i'm that's why i'm like what where is the show because y'all had a whole episode about miranda being accused of being a lesbian where she was so offended and was like she even tried to be with a girl and she was like yeah i feel nothing so it's just like where did we turn this into now she is gay and it's like, remember when Samantha had that um, lesbian relationship? They all talked shit about her and bashed her the whole way home. <laughs> and now Miranda's just gay now because she's gay in real life. It's it's just giving, I want to be woke. And Charlotte's, um, Charlotte's daughter is transgendered, apparently. And every fucking episode, they talk about how old they are. And I'm like, y'all are 50, not fucking 85. Like y'all are talking like, you're dead in the ground like it's why even do a show if it's gonna be this fucking miserable like the last episode carrie broke her fucking hip or something i'm just like this is ridiculous y'all acting like she's 75 years old <laughs> she was like oh i have old lady back i have old lady this i'm old i'm old like bitch, we don't want to hear about how old you are we can yeah. see how old y'all are like and then don't even get me started on samantha they did her so fucking dirty they just like wrote this fake storyline about her that makes no sense. 
I'm just like, this was clearly a money grab and it's really fucked up that y'all would put money over the memory of a really good show like this. So I'm disgusted by the show. <laughs> Not that <laughs> look. That look was like, Girl, I'm just like how like, every episode is more and more painful. Like it was the that, last girl, the, you, see you make that face like you was like, oh, like you were just disgusted. Like, oh, no, I'm a person who watches. I watch Sex and the you're City loyal. on reruns. You're very loyal. You've seen me watch Sex and the City reruns. I put that on when I just don't have shit to do. I'm like, I want to watch some old Sex and the City. That's how much I like that show. So for y'all to bring this show back and flip everyone's character and kill off Mr. Big when we we saw we saw Carrie struggle for 10 years trying to get a man and now she get a man and now y'all kill him off. Like what? What was the point of that? So now she gotta be sexy and single again in her 50s, her late 50s. I know. <laughs> like that's that's fucking tragic. That's <laughs> fucking tragic. And then y'all bring all these fake woke girl, they spent a whole episode. I hate to go on a tangent, but they spent a whole fucking 35 fucking minutes on Charlotte trying to find black people to invite to her dinner party because Nicole Ari Parker was coming to the dinner. She didn't want her to be the only black person. So she's lingering around trying to find people that she knows that's black. Like, oh, remember your ex-boyfriend who's black? Can he come to the dinner party? Like, girl, when I tell you this shit is damn near disrespectful, I'm just like, I can't. (laughs) Like y'all are making it worse trying to be inclusive it's making it it's worse not again i think the title of this episode for us this show should be <laughs> it's not giving what it needed to give it's not. That goes for all of the shows we have been referencing it did not give what it was supposed to give yeah like if y'all don't want to do your job anymore just say that if y'all want to stay that. home and work from home just say just that. say that <laughs> And please, and I know you and I have talked about this um, in previous episodes um, or shows, whatever we want to call what we do, but we have talked about (laughs) stop remaking history. Just stop it. Just write new shit. Stop the coming to America. Stop the love Jones. Stop the boomerang. Stop Stop the the sex in the city. city. Y'all have no reason to fuck with game. You know, the game has re they they have a game reboot. Stop the game reboot. I don't like what I'm gonna tell you. What I'm gonna tell you about this is the game reboot is a completely different show. It is. From what I watched, I watched it. it. It's giving nothing of the old game. It doesn't even have a love storyline. It's really all about Tasha and Malik. Correct. And I'm just like, okay, it isn't as awful as what I thought it was going to be because it's, it's not nothing awful. Like the old but why yeah. not just create a new show? Like, facts. don't even tie it to the game. Just, that's facts. Just cre- that's my only point is like, why do you have to tie it to the old? Like, Boomerang. Everybody caught because they know I love Boomerang. They know I love me some love Jones. It is on. So like, you watch Boomerang. Mm-hmm. No, I ain't fucking watch Boomerang. Okay, what is it? Like, you know, okay, if I did want to watch it, what, am I inspired? You know, entice me. What, what is it? Well, yeah, yeah. It's, the, it's the kids of Marcus and so-and-so. So it does not give what it needs to give. That was a specific show, movie, in a specific time period. For what that captured, you do not, unfortunately, you don't know when you're making history. 
you don't know that what you're doing is going to be history in a classic and what's going and that's to why be, it becomes so great yeah that's mm-hmm. why it becomes so great because it's it's innovative it's different it's it's refreshing it's authentic it's funny it's authentic mm-hmm. it's it's new it's 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 it is it just is and you know uh what I feel like now is we just lack so much creativity and it's unfortunate because we have so much to me I feel like we have a ton of creativity YouTube we have social media we have all of these different people and it's like okay the people the figureheads are they just like I'm not spending my money on that because the creativity is there I think I think it's there I think the creativity is there I just don't know um if why it's not making the cut I guess is what I'm saying why the why yeah. the creativity I think a lot of people yeah I think a lot of people are afraid when I say people I mean like these producers and such they're afraid to be the first to do anything like they want to hop on something after it's hot they want to like like now that Insecure has been successful we see a lot more of these other like all black casted shows like we have Harlem we have like you know uh P-Valley whatever I feel like we have more all black casted shows now because Insecure became so huge so now all the other networks are like I need an all-black show and same goes for like power and stuff like that you know and it's just like they don't want to be the first of anything a lot of the people just want to ride the wave when they know it's not like a big risk and that I mean that's that's a problem because all this recycled content is really just depressing like to be honest um, it's a big letdown it is it's a letdown because it will never be as good as you know, that, that original content. And it's just like, I mean, playing devil's advocate, like you said earlier, the only thing I could see why a lot of these people want to hop on board of these reboots is because a lot of these uber popular shows, I feel like these actors, they're only known for those characters. So it's hard for them to get other jobs. That's, that's honestly what I feel like a lot of these older actors are like, damn, I will hop on this reboot because nobody really sees me outside of Carrie from Sex and the City. Nobody really sees me outside of Miranda from Sex and the City. Nobody sees me outside of Malik from the game or Tasha from the game. So I feel them, you know, in that way, because it's hard to be like a has-been, you know, like I hate that for them, but that's true. Sometimes when you, when you play these roles for so long, that's like the only way you're seen. It's hard for you to like do something else. So I feel it. It just sucks. Cause like, I, you know, I'm a person and I feel like you are too. We just love um, the classics. Like I was mm-hmm. watching *Minister Society* on Christmas Day. You know that's a Christmas movie. Love it. Like I love *Home Alone*. *Home Alone*. Don't get me wrong. That's my movie. That's my. I Christmas love movie. watching old movies and old. But stuff I love that I know me some *Minister Society*. I don't care how sad it is. I love me some *Boys in the Hood*. I love me some *Friday*. I love me some uh, you know, what's another one? *Sugar Hill*. You know, I love me some *Harlem Nights*. Like, I love, I just love, like, different classics, funny shit. I love mm-hmm. funny, innovative, sexy, love, um, uh, uh, hood, uh, real, I guess what I'm getting to is the real part. Like the It's real the 90s stuff. for me. The 90s all those movies from the 90s real. are so good. Um, we had a ton of movies. What's crazy is in the 90s. We had just so much, you know, you had what we used to call what straight to blockbuster. 
you know, the black movies was always you see that movie uh motives. I mean it was a straight yeah. to black, it was a straight to it was straight to blockbuster movie, but you know, like Pandora's box. Like, yeah, yeah, like exactly. Like what is a straight to blockbuster movie? Like, you know, something that didn't make the movie theater, but it's a bomb ass yeah. movie if you watch Girl shit, the- Tyler Perry got uh famous off of a uh, Tyler Perry. Movie. I used to have all his VHS tapes. I still will watch a lot of his classic plays, just when they hit plays versus when they made it to the movies because that was real. Like I'm crying. I'm like, oh my god. Those plays were funny as hell. And powerful. Yeah, so it's Those something about yeah, so it was just something about like authenticity and I know. raw, and I felt like we had more of it, and now everything is just so watered down. Girl, everything's so fake and simulated, fake and similar. Everybody wants to look alike. Everybody wants to, you know, like you said, people are just scared, people are nervous, people. But I feel like, but I also feel like we live in a in, in a time where you're able to be more daring. You're able to be more bold. You're able to be more uh, independent. You're able to be more creative than you were back then, even. Um, So imagine like all the shit we had back then and all of the possibilities we have now, it just is, there's no really real reason why we have to. I see why people are scared. I see why people don't. And I see why people stay the same. But I also am like, ooh, if we could just have this new generation of um, amazing more Isas and more, um, just more of that yeah. and lead with that and not have to rush it and not have to, you know, um, feel like you know we have these big figureheads that are controlling everything we can really do some damage and i mean they're out there but you gotta go look on you gotta look at youtube you gotta look at um instagram tv because that's how Issa started nobody right checking for Issa. you know nobody was like oh we want some new original black content no she had to grow she had to put this shit out on her own put this shit out with no money keep doing it and then by the grace of god the shit got super popular and then they're like oh shit we see what you're doing on youtube we want you to come to hbo you know yep. what i'm saying so it's yep. just like you Keep gotta take a it. risk on yourself you gotta yep. put yourself out there you gotta invest in yourself and yep. you know when they hop on they'll hop on but you gotta lead the wave that's you that's have the real message. to lead the wave mm-hmm. you can't be scared because at the end of the day i'd be worried if you weren't scared and let me just say that going into the new year is that one okay. of my biggest lessons learned for 2021 is doing it scared Mm. do it scared because if you don't fear is such a crippling Mm -hmm. emotion it is a disease that I think a lot of us have and a lot of us always end up looking back being like damn I just wish I could have you know if I just wish I would have or why didn't I? And it's like, just do it scared. Because at the end of the day, you're never going to be fully ready. If it's something that, you know, you really is on your heart to do, if it's, if it's a calling for you, or if it's something that's just been on your mind, you lose sleep about, you know, whatever, like the, the other shit will come, right? Like the funds, like I don't have the money to do it. Well, there's people that have done things for far less money. I don't have the the knowledge to do it. You'll learn along the way. 
Um, I don't, I don't know the people that'll help me. Da da da. We'll start with what you got, you know. But just do it. Um, because yeah. what I'm learning is is that there are so many people that do it and fall on their face. Um, and there's so many other people that do it and they succeed. And then there's that middle middle generation or that middle part of the population that do it and they're looking for the answer still. So it's kind of like, I can learn from the people who did it and they did it well, but I also can learn from the people who did it and they did it not the right way. Because sometimes those people who still did it and they aren't where they really want to be, they'll still come to you because they see that, oh, this person, it looks like they know what they're doing and you don't really necessarily have a clue, but it's just that the fact that you did it, you know, so you don't know who's look. my whole point in saying that is like, you don't know who is paying attention to you. You don't know what type of gift that is meant to be, um, that you're meant to give the world. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I hate the term that like, this world is saturated in this field. There's tons of hairstylists. There's tons of makeup artists. There's tons of real estate agents. There's tons of producers. There's tons of music artists. There's I mean, there's tons of lawyers. There's tons of everything. But there's always going to be room for someone like you if you are, if you have the consistency, you have the drive, you have the passion. You're never always going to be ready. And I'll always, I'll break that all the way down to even motherhood. You're just never, parenthood, you're never going to be, fully ready you might be a lot more ready than you are when you were 15 and had a baby so I'll say that but what I'm saying is you can't sometimes even when you plan to do certain things it doesn't always end up what you think that it should have been so I don't know how I got off on that tangent but do it scared that's a great motivational speech Mm -hmm. and I also think one more thing I want to say too is you know, we get so caught up about um, being like having, you know, being in the room. You know, and I say just be in the room, like, you know, um, and, you know, you lose the appreciation, I think, too, when you feel like I shouldn't be in this room. Um, I don't have what they have, or I'm not, I don't know if what I'm bringing, am, am I bringing any value you know, by sitting at this seat, you know, you know, cause you know, we always, it's so much easier to talk to ourselves negatively than it is to talk to ourselves positively. Um, they, I think they say we, you know, you think a thousand thoughts a day or something like that versus, you know, a thousand good thoughts about yourself a day. Um, and I just want to say to anybody out there, you know, just be appreciative of being in the room. Sometimes it's just enough to just be in the room. You know, you don't have to be the smartest in the room. You don't have to be the most talented in the room. You don't have to be the funniest in the room. You know, just being in the room, being present is enough. Take those nuggets. You know, obviously by you being in the room, you're you're of some added value. You know what I mean? That you even got there. Some people don't even get, they, they have to, they have to be from the window. They're from the computer. They're looking, they're scrolling to see you in the room so you know that's all I've got to say about that but anyways yeah excellent motivational points um 
I would also say, you know, be appreciative of your room. You know, you may not be in the room yet, but your room is pretty special. That's true. That's true. You can make the most out of your room, you know? That's just like how we, Just how we talked about Issa, you know, creating her own shit. She wasn't in HBO rooms doing that. You know, she did She did that in her own spare time in her apartment, whatever. That. So that. You can get to where you're trying to go if you make the most of what you already have, what you said, and... The being scared part, I definitely agree with because like everything I've ever done that has like pushed me further, I was terrified to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like I was scared. I was scared. I'm scared to move. I'm scared to switch jobs. I'm scared to, but I still do it, you know? So, and when I'm not scared and I'm too comfortable, that's when I know I'm just like, yeah, I ain't doing something right. Like I got to switch it up. I got to switch it up. That is facts. <laughs> That's when you know you like, okay, I need to, I need to shift. Yeah. <laughs> I and I just it. had this conversation with somebody yesterday. Well, it was a few days ago. We actually kind of got into a low key argument because, um, you know, they asked me like, how do I, how did I grow like the social media channel? And, you know, cause we have 50,000 subscri- uh, followers on Instagram. We have over you know, 52,000. Some- 52 um <laughs> even though even though instagram got a shadow banned right now y'all we're in the haters we are in instagram jail at the moment but <laughs> we still are there oh um gosh. but anyway long story short i was giving her my advice of how we grew our channel and how i you know grown other social media platforms and it was kind of just like she took it it was like in one ear out the other like oh i don't know how to do that or I don't know how to do that. Like, I don't know how to make these videos. I don't know how to do the split screen. I don't know how to um, repost something. It was it was just automatically like, oh, I need someone else to do that for me. Like, cause I don't know how to do it. And I'm just like, if that's your mentality, you'll never really grow anything on social media or anything mm-hmm. like that. You won't grow any sort of platform because you gotta be willing to just do it yourself or to figure out how to do it because everyone's not gonna be available to, do other things for you especially when you're putting in money for something that's not going to make you money off the bat you know what I'm saying so you might as well learn how to do it and then once you get the hang of it and then once you you know can afford to spend some money on it pay for somebody else to do it but Mm -hmm. to automatically just say oh I don't know how to do that that's not my lane that's nothing I could do that's stuff you do you're she I think she called me she's like you're a DIY type of person and I'm like I mean, yeah. I guess because I'm going to figure out how to do it. If I can't pay somebody to do it, I'm going to figure out how to do it. Like there's, I don't put myself in a box where with damn near anything, there's literally nothing I can think of right now where I can just be like, oh, I, I can never do that. I can never do like, I would mm-hmm. never even speak like that. Right. So it's just like, right. Right. it's so funny. It, it's so funny. Just the limitations people put on themselves. They don't even realize they're doing it. Right. Like it was just, it wasn't even a second thought. She's like, oh, I don't know how to do that. I can't do that. I'm just right. like that is crazy to me that that you just rule yourself out of something like oh I just can't do it that's right. just insane um but yeah good points and I also think too your talent what you're talented at and what you're passionate about are two do- totally different things <clears throat> and I think a lot of people get that confused with like I'm gonna quit because I'm a passionate about this so I'm gonna follow my passion I'm follow my passion I'm passionate I'm passionate I'm gonna be a rapper I'm 57, I'm gonna be a rapper. And it's like, yo, what's your talent? You may be a good IT guy, you know what I mean? That makes that can make 250,000 with all this metaverse shit, with all this damn uh IT 
all this damn shit. Let your talent funnel your passion. And sometimes, you know, like seriously, like because a lot of people will quit their what their bread and butter to follow what they're passionate about. And until your passion starts to pay for your whatever, 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 let your talent be the part that pays for the passionate part. Like maybe that talent, which you're really, really good at, is going to pay for more studio time. Maybe that talent is going to pay for, you know, that equipment that you need for whatever it is. But don't necessarily just jump is we like I'm passionate you know it's like oh I got all this passion and all this passion and it's like yo bruh slow your roll sometimes you know wait a minute now let's focus let's focus in on what we need what you're good at what are your strengths because Whitney what you're really good at and what I'm good at could vary but what you're good at may be my passion so now I quit to follow what you do because you're talented at it. That's just what come natural to you. But you know, there's steps to it, right? So I didn't quit my talent trying to chase what I'm passionate about because I see how easy you do it and how easy it comes for you. And now I'm like, damn, Whitney didn't gave me the whole recipe book. She didn't tell me step by step by step what to do. And it ain't hit for me. Like this bitch must be holding some secrets because I followed steps one through 12 and it didn't hit the way that she's got it popping. So I just think that, you know, you have to really Let's take see, a step back. On the same, really on the same token with that. Your, well, I'm just saying, I think you should. On the same to token though, you can be hella talented at something, but that doesn't mean you're going to be successful in it. Like you can, like, you can be very talented and do something with your eyes closed, but it's just like, that doesn't a successful person make you know what i'm saying saying? like talent's only one part but what i'm saying is success is success is um um what's the word that i'm trying to say uh i've had way too much to drink success is um basically it varies on the person So I guess when I say talent, I mean, whatever it is that you feel like you make the most money in, make sure you stay in that until your talent, until your passion can pay or take over your, your talent. So for me, but there's a lot of people making money at something that no, they're not talented in. They're just, exactly. so what you, what do you, so what do you do if you're super passionate about something? What do you do? you 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 stack you put away stuff you say you plan you plan because what happens is I know for me in my field of real estate I've had a lot of people come to me saying that they quit their job to jump into real estate and then they're in real estate for six months because they're like oh well, I haven't sold anything and they got to go back to their their nine to five and it's like don't do that like sometimes and again some people have to fall on their face whatever whatever but if they're passionate about real estate that doesn't mean you quit your job the day that you pass your real estate exam it means that look I got a plan I may need to take a course I may need to take some training I may need to study or have a mentor to figure out how the mechanics of all of this because one of the things that I do know is that a lot of people come to me saying yo you make it look fucking easy And just because I make it look easy don't mean that it's easy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I still work a full-time job. Um, 
And I, these are people that have been in the business for five, six years, three, two to three years. And I'm just like, look. Well, everything looks easy on social media. Everything <laughs> looks easy. Well, not like, necessarily. I mean, some people. Damn near. Some people still perfect post. and easy and great on social but media. But there are still, but what I'm saying is there are still some people where you stand out other than more than others. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You can't, I mean, if we're all in a crowd, you know, there's going to be someone that stands out maybe, um, or maybe that you gravitate to more than the other people that are in the crowd. So, right. you know, my whole point in this whole conversation with the talent versus the passion is, you know, be a part of both worlds until your passion then becomes your world. Like, don't just, you know, do stuff like, yes, do it scared, but also be smart about it. You know what I mean? Cause you don't want to also feel like, okay, you know, I followed my passion. Um, it's okay to fall in your face, but I follow my passion and I didn't necessarily have a plan for it. And just because you have a plan doesn't mean the plan always works out, but it just means like take a step back and really, you know, um, just make sure you set yourself, try to set yourself up for success. And I know more people who do that than don't. In my, in my circle, I, most of my people in my circle, they still work a full-time job when they have all these side hustles. Is that something that they want to do? No, they kind of have to right now. But they have a plan and their plan is, shit, a lot of them, if what I know now hits how I want it to hit by next year or what by this amount of date, then yeah, I'm going to be out this motherfucker. But I can't quit just right now. I'd love to quit, but I can't because, and if I did, I'd have to make some huge sacrifices. But, you know, just, just, just make a plan. Just make a plan. That's all. That's a good perspective. You know, this is a good perspective. That's all. To each his own, you know. I agree yeah. and just disagree with a lot of that. Yeah, I feel like everyone's journey is individualized, and there's a lot of people out there who have been very successful with no plan, you know. But there's our there are people who have fallen on their face, you know, with no plan. So it's definitely, I would say, follow your gut, follow your instinct. Yeah, follow common sense. yeah I mean I've done some dumb shit like (laughs) move with no job no plan no nothing so and it just it worked out so I can't always advocate for like having everything set up perfectly to do something because no but again what you're missing that I'm saying is is that consist like I have people that I know that are not consistent they are not hustlers they are not you are a hustler you will find a way out of no way and that's Even what I'm saying. That's fact, why there's always seem it, like there's always there an is, exception to the rule. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Like, yeah. So I'm saying everyone like grind and all that stuff still has to be there. But there are people that will just quit whatever it is they're doing, thinking that you know what? Yes, I don't have a plan, but I also in my mind I think in my own way. And no, faith without works is dead. You even if you jump, you still gotta be out here grinding and still trying to figure out. Unless you're just one of those people that I'm sure all of us know somebody who's like, okay, it's not going to just come to you. Like you still have to. It's definitely not going to come to you, but just because you don't have a plan doesn't mean that you expect it to just come to you is what I'm saying. Like I see both sides of it. And there are some people who like, I'm going to plan for this. I'm going to plan to leave my job. I'm going to do that because it's not smart. It's not wise for me to quit. But then on the contrary, there's other people I feel, and this is very few people who them quitting their job will put that fucking fire under them 
where they will perform under pressure extraordinarily well as better than if they had a backup plan or a safety net. And that's uh, like, only, you know, if you're ready for that, you know what I'm saying? There's, there's certain people that have a calling on their life where they know if I devote a hundred percent of my time into what I want to do, it's going to be 10 times more successful as me lingering on to both you know what I'm sure, saying so sure. it just all depends on you and I mean I'll never are. say all because for all mm-hmm. for everybody's all there's always an exception to the rule I know right. probably right. one person that fits that bill in like yeah. I don't know anybody who can just do that in my circle of people but I, I have heard the stories especially of celebrities it's like I jumped with no plan I didn't know where I was going I knew nobody I didn't know anything I don't know anybody like that. I know it exists. I know it's out there. But anytime I speak on reference, I'm typically talking about just in a general scheme of things. But yes, to everything that I say, there's always going to be someone to prove the opposite. But generally speaking, it's nice to, you know, have some sort of something for you to have. So that way you're not 100% falling on your face. You know what I mean? Or the majority of it. I'm, I only know because I've lived it. I've walked yeah. it and I've done it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And if I haven't, then I'd be like, yeah, fuck it. Don't do that shit without a plan. But yeah. I know, I know if you really have the calling to do something and you have that grind mentality, you the can make The grind has work, to be there. Nothing you know? is going to be given to you mm-hmm. without the grind. I mean, unless like, some people, yes. And then, and then there's those two that are just fortunate. <laughs> some people, yeah. Yeah, some people, no, I know. Now that <laughs> I do know. Some people I do really know that they just looked into. And some that shit. is dope. Yeah. That is, that is dope. But you can't rely on that. Mm-hmm. Rely on that. Okay. you know like you know I know more people that have had no plan that have been like okay you know what but they had that it's different because you've got that inner grind so it's kind of like you know how you know somebody and you're like you know what they never gonna let themselves get to that point like even at their lowest they still find a way like they're okay with eating some ramen for a little bit but they still ain't gonna be like it's it's got to be in you it can't be on you it got to yeah, be in you has to be has to be yeah yeah so i yeah i definitely agree with what you're saying i definitely agree not everybody has a plan and not and a plan may not be for everybody but in general i just think that you know just have an idea don't necessarily just quit everything to follow your passion maybe just think about like okay how can i set myself up um first and then maybe or at least have an idea like you did some research of where you want to go or what you want to do right yeah you know that's all that that's it um very true very true but happy new year so excited for 2022 we are can i say that we're gonna go on a girl trip all right Girl, I surely hope so. Girl, I hope you don't leave me to go be with somebody for no girl trip on our birthday. I mean, I wouldn't leave you. If anything, they would just come. (laughs) I wouldn't leave you. Hey, girl. You know what? So, we're going to be 35 and fine. And so, we will... I don't know if we're going to be recording while we away because I'm definitely going to be with this bitch while I'm on my 35th birthday with whom with that's what she says y'all at the end of the day we um, ain't spent our birthday together in 15 years we have not something like that and so now we are you know we're 35 and more fine and living life to the fullest 
and we gonna we gonna. Do I it. just hate when people throw my age out there. Like, let yeah. me throw my know. age out. Let me. No, you're one of them who's like, yeah, we are turning thirty five. No, but speak for yourself because last time I checked, you ain't come out the cooch with me. So you speak for your age, and then I speak for my age. No! Okay, girl. friend okay, like that, girl. girl. I had a friend like that in L. A. And every time. We would be talking like to a dude or something. She's like, yeah, so we're we're too old for this. We're 34. We're 30. I'm like, bitch, how dare you? First of all, <laughs> I'm not saying I'm ashamed, but damn, let me drop my let age. Let me bomb. volunteer my if I want to disclose. <laughs> what if that, what if I wanted this to be my 28th birthday again? Like, what if? <laughs> You don't know what little young Cinderoni I got stringing along. It's like, you know what? I'm just right. joking. That's that's not my life anymore. <laughs> <It's not. laughs> I don't do that. So yes, we're 35 and blessed and beautiful and loving life. And hopefully we can do something. Auntie. We got the epic. rich auntie. Rich auntie. Somebody mama. not somebody mama we're gonna cut up oh lord as much as we can y'all we're gonna see thong bikinis oh wow oh wow period i didn't know that so we're gonna what are we gonna do like a color synchronized you want to do like color code we're gonna do all of that we can color code our outfits we're gonna do all of that all all that all that okay all of that i'm trying to be out here outside 35, fine, with my sis, living life, 2022 is up, period. It's up and it's stuck. It is up and it's stuck. I've been saying that. Maybe that should be the damn title of the episode. It's up and it's stuck. Because I've been saying that literally in the real estate market. I tell all my clients, look, these prices, they up and stuck, and they up and stuck, and they stuck. Like, ain't no bottom falling out. Ain't no none of that. It's up and it's fucking stuck. So, stuck, man. Period. Right. So, this was a good episode. What you got going on tonight, Whitney? You got anything going on for New Year's? Girl, this is my first New Year's in the house in fucking 22 years. <laughs> Literally. You look Thank gorgeous. You. As do you. Full glam makeup, you guys. If you're not on uh, YouTube watching us right now, you know, Mia is glam to the gods. So she's going somewhere tonight. I can already tell. <laughs> she's going somewhere. <laughs> My ass, I don't even know if I'm going to make it to midnight. I'm so tired. Yeah, well, you had a so, long night. Early night, early morning, <laughs> late night, early morning, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> I clearly had too much Chardonnay. I don't even like Chardonnay. I had to find what I could find in a bottle. Um, um, but I should have been drinking cool. ginger ale like me, girl. That's right. You did say you were drinking ginger ale. I'm sober as hell. For all, I'm so twisted. But the night is just beginning. And um, yeah, so I love you. And love you cheers too. to more podcasts. And we gotta um, do some new shit in 2022, y'all. Yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna do new. I'm feeling like an intro. Out. How can we an step intro? It up? We're gonna have an intro. You want this damn intro? I'm talking bigger than an intro. intro. I want the YouTube intro. I want the 
we need consistent episodes first. we do okay. we do we're gonna get consistent no we are gonna get consistent um i'll give you a little sneak peek into what you know what my vision is which is flying to miami and doing episodes yep so y'all stay tuned for that just don't hold us to it because you know how we are <laughs> I already know ain't shit changed ain't shit changed bitch in 2022 ain't shit changed for two weeks everybody be like oh new me new this like, new oh this. shit new me new <laughs> ain't shit changed y'all so but that is best. that is my <laughs> personal goal is to contribute to the melanin me podcast and, and we're gonna take an instagram hiatus because we're shadow banned so yeah that's some bullshit right there we're gonna have to just chill out for a little bit because they're not fucking with us they're not fucking with us. they are not fucking with us. they don't want first of all instagram doesn't want us to put forth information out there they're very no. one-sided okay so i can't talk about shit about black people rights i can't girl, talk about shit about politics girl. i can't talk about shit about the vaccine i can't talk about nothing girl they so, don't want us to do nothing all you're gonna get on our Instagram is celebrity news because that's the only thing they want us to talk Period. about. So Period. I have to talk about the real shit either on YouTube or maybe we can create a Patreon and we can really talk about real shit or something because we've been talking about that Patreon for <laughs> for two years. <laughs> We're supposed to do after dark. Melon and me after dark or something. Oh, y'all. It's too much going on. We but will get to me. it. We have so many other business endeavors we've been working on. It's just, it's so much. We just, we, we really do. We have out. some we business for real endeavors. We have literally business to discuss. Big boss shit. Big boss shit. We cannot mm-hmm. wait to. Oh, I'm going to tell you offline what somebody said too about us. Oh, all right. Well, we're going to wrap this up. So no, I can be cute. All right, y'all. Have a good one. Happy New Year. Happy 2020. One happy 2022. We will see Two, you in the new 20, year 2022. 2020 did win, so 2021 W O N it won, and we shut it down. Y'all, me is drunk. I can't <laughs> see you in 2022, right? 2022, period. period. Girl, drink some water. Okay. <laughs>